Good to see you. Good to see you too. And it's a good thing you got on late, man, because uh, because Doug was saying all kinds of things about you, and I had to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that people usually talk bad about their probation officers. <laughs> oh, wow, the good one. I, I got to use that one. <clears throat> hey, well, listen, guys, man, tonight this is. Uh, I, I'm so so glad that you guys are here. We have this uh, alternative media roundtable, and uh, really, for the people that want to know what in, what's in the news, I think we'll hopefully give them three different perspectives probably there'll be a lot of similarities but maybe we'll get some uh, little pieces together that uh, we can weave together what's going on we've got uh, um we've got the trump arrest we got ai coming online we got china we've got uh dylan mulvaney <laughs> oh and, don't even get me started and doug yeah don't even get, don't even go there I, nike is dead to me uh, well I, so is bud light just do it. Well, I did it, and I threw all my Nikes out. Hey, I, I tell you what, I got I got one for you guys. Okay, so first there was Elf on a shelf. Now we got trans on a can and queers on a beer. <laughs> Politically incorrect. <laughs> you will go on trial for hate speech. And that dude won't cut it off either. So I don't know what his problem is. I mean, he he can't be a official little girl till he starts cutting. Cutting that pencil thing off it. Anyway, hey, yeah, if you're gonna walk, walk the walk. You know what? Hey, do the deed, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, I, by the by the way, to to skirt YouTube, I'm no longer saying uh, trans or tranny. I'm saying amphibian. <laughs> That's you didn't tell me that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I use moho. Got that one figured out. <laughs> Uh yeah. yeah. So that's what I use. Well, it's too late for me, man. I already got banned. I got banned from life from YouTube, man. That's why I'm on Rumble now. I was- yeah, I've had I've had three strikes um, on me, and they took my YouTube down. I couldn't load anything from like September to December. Mm-hmm. So that was that was last year, and that was actually because me and Mondo Gonzalez, the last strike I got, we were talking about artificial intelligence and how it could actually be. Uh, beneficial to medical procedures you know microsurgery and and, and stuff like that figuring out um, antiviruses and and you know ways to help with like blood impurities well you know the mathematics is much better with the AI than the man and uh, and no medical malpractice Hmm. well I'll tell you what they did with me Doug they went back two or three years and they found a sentence or a word, but the, it's so interesting the way YouTube sent me the notice. They said it was so egregious. Don't even apply for a review. And they wrote my channel. Yeah, they they went back uh, about five months on me. Have you ever um, interviewed a guy named Zachary King? No, I don't believe so. I've checked. So Zachary Zachary King is a former high priest of Satan. I did. And yes, I did. I did. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and, and he'd been to Builder or not Bilderberg, uh, Bohemian Grove like eight times. So I brought him on the show and we, we talked about it. I mean, I said, hey, you say whatever you want to say. I don't care. And uh, man, he talked about all the stuff that goes on there and it, how it really is kind of like a sham almost. And um, and they, they said that uh, we were offensive to like certain communities or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like to what? Yeah, so, so since when is it wrong to be offensive? Oh, half of YouTube 
I mean, they have naked yoga. I found this out recently. Naked yoga. Um, that's on YouTube. They have more or less child porn on YouTube, but yet, you know, mm. heaven forbid you uh, you say anything Christian, conservative, nationalistic. Mm. Well, let me, let me get to let me just put some plugs in for you guys here, uh, Dave. So you run the Common Sense Show. How often does that show broadcast? Where can people find that? Well, we have two versions. We have the radio and podcast version, which is one and the same. And that's a five day a week. And uh, they, the easiest way to find me is our last five broadcasts are on our website at thecommonsenseshow.com at the bottom. And um, we have the thecommonsenseshow.tv, uh, which is the thecommonsenseshow.tv. So we have .com and .tv. Okay. And uh, Doug, uh, you got the America Vindicta show. Uh, when, when is that broadcast and how can people find that? So that's on GS Radio. Uh, Monday to Friday, uh, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And also, every day that I have a show, it gets put on uh, Rumble and uh, YouTube. And also, Dave, you forgot, the Doug and Dave Intel Report is now, now also being on uh, Rumble as well. Yeah, that's a separate so, show, but we combine yeah. them a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's great. I'll, I'll get those, le- those links and put them in the, in the uh, uh, comments section there. On the website. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Let's just—we uh, are talking about we, uh, good or bad. We do represent the alternative media, uh, and if you guys seen the website, we have a a, a poll for the people watching the program. Uh, where do you get your news? And the poll question answer possibilities: mainstream media, alternative media, obscure sources, late night TV, Uncle Fester, or don't follow the news. Right now, 63% of the of the respondents say they get it from alternative media. 13 say they don't follow it. 10 say me, main media. Now, there's a few people get their news from Uncle Fester. Now, that sounds like a pretty reliable source to me. Uh, well, it absolutely is, especially if you're in the light bulb okay, business. Well, I, hey. I think we should just start with uh, the simplest of uh, topics. Uh, we're talking about the arrest of the former president and what it foretells for the future of America. i, I got to agree with a lot of voices out there that say um, – it's they're not going after him. He happens to be the person standing in the way. I kind of I, I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Doug, what's your take on it, or, or Dave, either one? Well, I'll start it off. Well, obviously, what they're doing with Trump is revenge politics. If we recall, starting back in 2016, Hillary said that if that sob becomes president, we're all going to hang. And they felt so threatened by this man that for four years we had one illegitimate investigation after another. And by the way, as someone who's you know spent 10 years in uh, federal law enforcement, how shameful and embarrassing it is for the FBI to take part in a known fake investigation against a president that was politically motivated FBI. You've lost all credibility from your peers. Hope you hear that. Um, but the thing about what they're doing with Trump is, yeah, they, you know, they're going after Trump, but they're going after all of us. And MAGA, it, it includes quite a bit of people. It's not just conservatives. There's actually quite a bit of people who consider themselves to be libertarian left who have come over to the MAGA countryside. And I think actually the persecution of Donald Trump has helped grow the movement. And you know what Donald Trump started. We need to say it's really not just MAGA. It's getting back to a constitutional republic, a limited government, a small government, and taking back the authority 
that a small government who's now too big to fail stole from us. So that's kind of that's kind of my point. And everybody across the board has joined hands with this um, elitism, uh, nefarious, Luciferian-style leadership that our government has. Everybody from the media, the Pentagon, intelligence agencies, law enforcement, um, you know, uh, obviously education. Everybody has linked hands, and they've decided to go against the constitutional republic. And, you know, I mean, for us, there should be no other example needed for you to vote for Donald Trump in 2024. Yeah, I think those are good points. Daniel, I would add to this. I've looked at this kind of from a micro view, too, in that this judge, uh, his name just jumped out of my head. Juan, last name, I, sorry, I lost it. But this judge, um, he gave uh, gifts and donations to Act Blue, Democratic organization. He gave a small donation to Joe Biden. And it doesn't matter if it's one penny or one million. He still gave a donation. And, and everyone I talk to in the legal profession says judges are not allowed to be partisan. Uh, it clouds their judgment. So he's violated that. And then uh, he was the presiding judge during the grand jury, and Michael Cohen has perjured himself. His own lawyer, uh, Costello, brought documents on to Tucker Carlson and showed the documents in plain day where he said, I took out the loan. The Trump administration knew nothing about it. Neither did Donald Trump. He didn't order me to do it. And he filed that with the Federal Elections Commission when they were investigating Donald Trump on this matter. Mm-hmm. And so they dismissed it. The uh, Bragg dismissed it the first time, and then you've got the Southern District of New York said there's nothing here to prosecute. So this judge, uh, they wanted to bring this information in, and Bragg refused to ask the question, even though Costello, the lawyer for Cohen's on the stand, trying to impugn uh, Cohen's testimony, and they wouldn't let him bring it in. They wouldn't let him show the document. Well, Mm -hmm. both Bragg and this judge are guilty of uh, hiding exculpatory evidence. That's a felony. Mm-hmm. They could be disbarred and put in prison for this. And then here's the other really weird thing. Here's the conspiracy. And this is one thing I want everyone to realize because no one's talking about this, even uh, Tucker Carlson. I found out that, <clears throat> excuse me, that in the district attorney's office, both for grand jury selection and trial selection, they do a rotating wheel where it's kind of like a, a Vegas roulette. And you roll it, and the judge comes up, and that's who your judge is. Mm-hmm. So there's no predetermination. Well, this judge who got the grand jury trial, well, they do it again. Oh, and miraculously, the coincidences of all coincidences, he's now the trial judge. This thing stinks to high heaven. This person also has made prejudicial statements against Donald Trump, and Bragg wrote, uh, uh, he ran his campaign solely on getting Trump arrested. Uh, I, I don't know how you cannot have a change of venue, but I think in New York City, they're going to find 12 jurors so corrupt that they could indict Donald Trump for the murder of JFK. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it's that bad. Uh, I would I would add to this, um, uh, <clears throat> Doug, you mentioned uh, sort of a Luciferian uh, connection to all this. Um, when Trump was in office, uh, I noticed a pattern of the people that came against him strange things would happen to him. A sports star would come out and then all of a sudden they would break a leg. 
and I don't, and and so I, I saw a couple of those. Then I saw like five or five. I mean, as news went by, then I saw six. So I actually created something called the the the, the Trump effect. And then I had a page uh, uh, that you have to scroll down on my website of things that happened to people that came against Trump. And of course, the day of the indictment, it turns out that uh, Stormy Horseface was ordered to pay Donald Trump another hundred and twenty something thousand dollars uh, on top of the five hundred thousand dollars. I just thought the irony of that. Then you then you've got uh, you've got her attorney who got thrown in jail. You got Cohen, he got thrown in jail. I'm just thinking there there's there's something. You know, you almost want to hope that there's some, um, as I used to say about George Washington, he had a providential life as if something kept him from being shot. Something kept allowed him to, to, to be in places that the, the British really couldn't find him or they, these types of things. There's a whole book written on that called The Providential Life of George Washington. And I'm thinking there seems to be a little bit of intervention. We could call it irony or uh, coincidence. But I'm thinking that's going to keep on going, and so old, old Bragg, his, ho, I call him uh, Fat Fat Albert, or I just call him, you know whatever. But uh, I, I don't know. It just seems there's a, seems like there's an irony there that uh, when people come against Trump. Well, I think it's you know once again we talk about biblically when God puts forth a man to be in charge of a kingdom, you know if his if God's weight and will is with it. Good luck going against that. And we have seen the sins of the leaders be exposed. We've seen the, we have seen the sins of the nation be exposed. And I, I believe Steve Quell was uh, spot on when he said that many years ago. And now here's the thing, though, is that Trump is not our savior. Jesus Christ is our savior. But Trump is the man who is leading the charge, and he's willing to take the hits for us that we don't have the money to campaign for. I would run for president if I had a billion dollars. I don't care. Um, I want to see these people go down into the deepest parts of the prisons just as badly as anyone else. But I don't have the capacity, Daniel, you don't, and Dave doesn't, you know, to get out there and campaign against these people. Donald Trump has seemingly been blessed to do this. And I just hope that Donald Trump is on his knees every night thanking God for the blessings and asking for more of the miraculous protection because that man needs protection. And here's one other thing that, that kind of chaps my hide every now and then is I wish the Republican infighting would stop. The Democrats will literally fly in from all over the world to vote for the abortion uh, rights of people and we will have politicians after politicians on the Republican side cut each other down for anything, for, for fame, for stardom, for whatever. So the thing that we need is solidarity. The conservative party needs solidarity. McCarthy's not going to give it to us. All right. Yeah. McConnell's not going to give it to us. But Trump and DeSantis could. And I think these two men need to join forces. Mm-hmm. And and that's the proper thing to do because it's we the people who are on the line, not their egos, not their bank accounts. It's we the people, and I hope the politicians start thinking like that. Dave, uh, Doug mentioned uh, the the uh, how the God would it seemed like God raises up men at certain time for certain seasons and times, and so I was wondering the other day, saying, well, Trump is he is he's he's took so many arrows and so many hits, and he's still fighting where other men would have fallen way back and I was thinking, well is there anybody else and then here recently uh, going to the Riley Gaines story 
the uh, championship swimmer who got beat by that mm-hmm. six foot five male in a speedo. Um, she got she got uh, attacked at San Francisco University, but she says she's not she's not only going to stop not stop talking, but she's going to be louder and she's going to prosecute. And I'm thinking, fine. Yeah. Well, there's somebody yeah. that in the face of that is standing up and refused to back down. So there, and that's a good spark. I like to see that. I think this country needs more people to be able to stand up and take those arrows because so many people are just waiting to see, well, will anybody else step up? And it could go into a, a cascading effect where people will say, man, this if it's time to stand up now or never. You know, I want to say something about the trans movement. It's a little off Donald Trump, and I'll come back to it. But uh, I was speaking to the Hear the Watchman group the other night, and 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 it came to me when I was speaking. Talk about divine intervention from the Lord. And you know, transgender, you got it in the high schools, you got it in the colleges, okay. And we know it's wrong. We know they're not males. They can't change your sex. You can only cut off your organs. And and here's what's interesting. You take the WNBA. They are a subset of the NBA. And sorry, ladies, don't get mad at me because the NBA underwrites and funds these uh, teams like the Phoenix Suns own and control the Phoenix Mercury. Well, isn't it interesting that you don't have some six foot ten white male who cuts his organs off, grows his hair long, because he can't make it in the NBA to make money, so he goes over to the NBA, WNBA. He's trance. The NBA is woke. They love China. I mean, they should be inviting him in. But you don't have one, and I'll tell you why. The women wouldn't put up with it. You've got big salaries in the WNBA that can be compromised if you start introducing trans males into the WNBA. And here's my point. This government doesn't care about the trans. They're using it to conduct a Maoist cultural revolution in this country and turn everything upside down as part of the Great Reset. Mm. Well said Well said on that. Um, so... And you mentioned the trans, that, that is the big, that's the second biggest story out there. I mean, this country is being mocked now. Uh, I know El Salvador said, don't ever lecture lecture us on democracy ever again, <laughs> arresting, and several other countries have done said the same kind of thing. But at the same time, we had that church shooting where this lunatic trans uh, killed six people, <clears throat> and then the, the spokesperson for Joe Biden says, trans people got to stand up and fight fight for themselves. That was her comment on the trans who murdered six people. It's like, wait a minute. Maybe you should talk about the people that were murdered. Then in Colorado, another trans shooter had a manifesto, which, by the way, where did the manifesto go in the first person? Gone. And now this person has a manifesto, but they got caught before the act. Um, so, And now we have Title IX. Title IX is what gives women basic rights, equal rights as far as uh, equal treatment, as far as um, yeah. sports and stuff. So now they're going to add gender identity into Title IX, and that's another sea change. So we're having these sea changes, and it's newsworthy. I, I don't want to talk about these cringe topics. It's sick. But they, they're crashing this culture at light speed. And, Doug, what would you think would be the best way to slow that that culture crashing monsoon down? The best way to stop the body from bleeding out is to apply the tourniquet closest to the wound. The closest wound that is bleeding out our government, or excuse me, our country, is currently our government. Look, you're going to have people who are going to declare themselves to be whatever, amphibian, um, you know, male, female, who cares. 
Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to say that they're whatever and let them live in their delusions. But when the government says you will also have to partake in their delusion, well, now you're starting to take away my free speech. You're going to be taking away quite a bit of my constitutional um, you know, privileges, I guess you could say, which is uh, the privileges is one of the things I heard a Democratic um, congressman say the other day. You have constitutional privileges. I'm like, Man, apparently you didn't go through that historical congressional meeting. Um, our problem, obviously, is with those who hold the power. And if we don't find a way to stop that, and I don't mean violently, because too many people will take that as a we need to be violent against the government. Good luck. Tell me how, how well that will go for you right now. We need to find a way, and I think the best way to do it, and Dave and I have talked about this hundreds of times, is through civil disobedience. Mm-hmm. JFK, um, you know, he, he was probably one of the last good presidents that we had and he was trying to expose everything that the actual deep state was um, was trying to do to this country, and they killed him for it. Mm-hmm. And I think the JFK effect is circling around Ron DeSantis and also around Trump. And, you know, when Trump was arrested the other day, he said, go out and protest and take your country back. I actually suggested that you don't do that for one reason. The only reason why I say that is because Donald Trump could, you know, say, hey, let's go out and take our country back. Everybody go out and protest. But I can show you report after report of when Antifa will go in and they will dress just like MAGA. And that's when the active shooters happens. That's when the improvised explosive devices mm-hmm. uh, get planted. That's when the Molotov cocktail gets thrown and it puts us in a bad light. However, instead of going out and protesting, if you went out everywhere and we all prayed i mean went out and we declared rebuked this government if the men of the church would actually stand up and get out from behind the knees on their pulpits because they're not behind their knees on the pulpit praying they're cowering to the left so if they would be standing up for us and if we would show them that we will follow you then they will have the courage to go out because that is the that is the legion that we need to bring forth is we the Americans we the people the actual Christian um, you know people of America that we are the ones who should be leading this fight instead we allow a group of degenerates a, a minuscule group of degenerates lead this fight for us and it it's to me it's folly we're Mike Tyson and we're fighting an eighth grader if we really really thought about it there's not mm-hmm. enough of the crazy left to make a dent in the conservative movement. But yet, for some reason, we cower to it. And that is where we need boldness. Mm-hmm. And boldness should start from the church. And Dave, uh, I, Doug mentioned, of course, that he is not talking about violence. And in fact, even on your website, you specifically state the nonviolent uh, protest. And uh, so I, I think we all agree that none of us are talking about physical violence. And you agree with that? Yeah, except in self-defense when you have no other option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and self-defense is biblical and it's legal, unless you're in Austin, Texas, and an AK-47 is pointed at your face and you defend yourself and you get convicted of murder. Austin's uh, not really part uh, of Texas. We just owned it. Yeah, I hear it. Well, neither is Abbott. Uh, Abbott won't even intervene in this case. He's uh, a damn well, I think he communist. just did. I, the news just said he did, or he's going to. What, he, what they say, because that's new. 
Yeah, it is new. Just before I came on the broadcast, says he's going to intervene in that case. Yeah, because he was invited on the Fox to defend his inaction, and he wouldn't go on. Mm-hmm. And that was as of last night. So yeah. this is relatively new. Mm-hmm. I will say this, uh, you know, to, to kind of go off the beaten path for a second, Abbott is an ally of China. He takes money from China. He has business dealings in China. And, you know, I wouldn't say anything if he had business dealings in France. But France isn't threatening to nuke us off the face of the earth and exterminate every American. The last three Chinese defense ministers have said exactly that. Mm-hmm. So if you're lining up with China, you're lining up with the cartels that bring in the fentanyl that kill 100,000 Americans, you're lining up with child sex trafficking, you're lining up with every kind of deviance that's coming into this country, and that makes Joe Biden, who's taken $32 million with Hunter from China, they are traitorous to this country, and they should be tried and treated as if they were Benedict Arnold if we'd have caught him uh, Doug, in the Revolutionary Doug, War. Doug, Doug, you may be surprised that we, we have an ally uh, in uh, Kamala Harris, uh, because she went down to Tennessee to say that nobody should have the right to take away your microphone for free speech. What happened was a bunch of rabid Democrats went into the well of the of the legislature yeah, yeah. there with bullhorn, started screaming. Uh, so, and so she said, if somebody's taking your microphone away, now uh, YouTube has took my microphone away. Uh, Instagram has took my microphone away. Middle, so I'm glad she's actually, and, and every parent that goes to a school board meeting gets the microphone shut off. So I think she's finally coming. She's an ally. And I think I finally understand what that ally means now. Yeah, Isn't it interesting? She went to defend uh, that pervert that murdered six people, three kids, nine years of age, like they're plotting against trans. And instead of going to one of their funerals and holding hands with the victim's parents, she goes and defends insurrection that she condemned on January 6th. And you're really trying to set me off. The uh, this this whole This whole thing... Kamal Harris can go to hell for all I care. She is as lame duck as Biden. She is just as implicit. When we were out there fighting against Antifa in Portland, it was Kamala Harris who was the one giving money to bail these people out. And that, and I, and I've said this before, I'll, and I'll, I'll officially come out and say it: the entire trans movement, the violent left, all right, the militant left, that is. Who they are, that's who they say they are, and that's who we need to identify them as. They are domestic terrorists. The militant yeah. left is the they they are the new brown shirts. They are the ones who said that if you can't uh, be for us, then you're against us, and if you're against us, we're going to be violent. They're well, all about Doug. The Doug I got to I got to interject this because the people watching this right now don't know the authority from which you speak. I don't have the authority. I don't know if Daniel does, but I don't. Um, Daniel, uh, Doug was a supervisor for DHS in Portland. He's also fought the border war, too. This is the perspective he brings. So he's not just offering an opinion. This is what he professionally experienced in his line of duty. So I just want to make sure that's out there for everyone to understand. You know, the, the thing about it is that we have become so divided and and divisive in this country and law enforcement should take a stand with the conservative movement because we are for law and the left is not so when law enforcement decides to not do anything or to actually join hands and walk with a group of rioters and domestic terrorists that should tell you quite a bit about who's in charge and who has a badge and a gun now all right now that's not every cop all right. I worked with, with hundreds of good guys and good girls who went out there and they bust their butts and got hurt every day that we were out there. 
and there's plenty of tens of thousands of cops across this country who give their life any moment for mm-hmm. any one of their fellow citizens. However, when you have a government that is willing to take away your guns because one of their own people that they incited, that they encouraged to go out and kill people, when they say, oh, this person went out and killed six people, three innocent children, we're going to take all the damn conservatives' guns away. <clears throat> like, hey, hold on. We didn't do this. You don't see conservatives doing this. We're not the ones going out. How many times do I need to give an active shooter awareness PowerPoint and point out leftist, 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 communist? Look, right here, I have uh, just within this year, 53 incidents of vandalism at churches, 10 suspicious fires, three gun-related incidents, three bomb threats here in America to include pipe bombs, all from one group of people. And it's not conservatives. It's not people who are MAGA. It's the violent, radical left. They can be trans. They can be gay. They can be straight. Understand something. They are against a constitutional republic. They are not we the people. They are communistic. They are anti-republic. And also because of that, they are anti-Christ because of what they stand for. And there's so many Christians who are asleep behind the pews right now, you know, and, and, and they, they don't see the nose in front of their face until the Molotov cocktail caught it on fire. Mm-hmm. We are this close to a violent revolution that they are leading, that even Catherine Jean-Pierre said today that she is in support of a violent, militant, trans, LGBTQ, RS people. She's in support yeah. of it, that this she administration said ready, supports man. it. Yep. She said they're getting ready. You're absolutely right. Uh, that was incitement as a comment right there. That's way more incitement than they said Donald Trump did on J6. Okay, he hey, said, D- go forward peaceful Okay, Doug, protest. we, we got uh, from our live chat, Doug, uh, we have a, a question for you. Uh, are you on Patreon or any other sites like it? Yes, uh, the American Vindictive Show is on Patreon. All right, then a question for you, uh, uh, Dave, from Put Yahweh First. Uh, is that a real cactus in your background? Uh, you have to be here to see it. <laughs> and, then, and then this question from, uh, this is to all of us, during 89.51, says, what will happen if to this country if Trump is taken to prison? Anybody want to take that first? I'll be in the streets. I don't necessarily be violent. I will stop paying taxes. I will withdraw my support for this government. Um, I will not comply. In fact, I, re- I have something on my wrist I wear from the Bibles, from Daniel 3.17 through 18. We will not bow. And if they do this to Donald Trump, and he's right, they're after us. He's only in the way. Um, it's time that we recognize this and withdraw from this government. Marjorie Taylor Greene said perhaps we need to get a divorce. I'm not sure the form that would take because we don't have clear Mason-Nixon lines, or excuse me, Mason-Dixon, Freudian slip there. Mason-Dixon lines aren't clear. But uh, I, I, if this happens, I will support a separation from this government. Because it's think, Bolshevik communist. Absolutely, I think if they, I think we take a we take a a playbook, or we take a play right out of the left's playbook. If they actually put Donald Trump in prison, for one thing, it'll be federal prison. Most likely, it'll be federal prison, because uh, they're not going to put that man in Rikers, all right. But it doesn't matter where he goes. What needs to happen is because. And pardon my French, guys. I get kind of passionate every now and then, but screw these people. They all, we always hear about this. You know, we need to have a million man march to go 
and uh, take out all the, the, the criminals in Washington. We can't even agree upon football teams in America without getting into a fist fight. But if Donald Trump was to get arrested, what needs to happen is every person who cares about the future of your children should go to that prison and stop every single person from coming in and coming out until the point that they have to deploy the damn military against us. That's what yeah, should happen. Yeah. You know what that is, Doug? That's Martin Luther King. That's the sit-in protest. Mm -hmm. And I support Martin Luther King. Isn't it interesting how we grew up and Martin Luther King was the hero of this, the hero of that. We named streets and boulevards after him. Mm -hmm. and, and it's right. We could have had a hell of a lot bigger civil rights protests uh, if he wasn't the man of peace and the man of God that he was. And yet today, you never hear the left talk about him, do you? Mm -hmm. I got an obscure take on this thing here if he gets arrested. Uh, something's going to kick in what I call the Marion Barry effect. Uh, that was the mayor of D.C. He got caught with uh, uh, he got caught with ho uh, I want to say hosts. I can't say that. Can I? He got he got caught with uh, prostitutes and cocaine. So many different times they had videos of him, and then he got reelected by a landslide. So if they try to make Trump into this martyr and put him in jail, I think the Marion Barry because there's a whole lot of people in this country that will see that as a, a, see a guy in jail or a guy in a suit and probably on the other side probably an old white dude then you got a guy in jail there's a whole class of people that would that would be in favor of the guy in jail and, and the mayor and barry effect what do you think about that i think i think the um there's a catalyst that is growing greatly in this country and we are just one event away from civil war i really do think that um, you have to think in terms of the way the communists move. They take many, many years, decades, to get their plan in motion, but when they're ready, they fall like lightning. They have everything under control. Pentagon's in their books. Department of Justice is in their books. Um, the banks, they own the banks. They own the education. They own the transportation. They own the digital currency. They own the social media. They own YouTube. You know, they own everything that you need to use to have a modern-day civilized life. And it took decades to get their guys into there. And the day they said, now's the time. If we don't stop this, we're, we're going to lose our entire momentum. And people are starting to die off who got into this system, like the George Soros's, right? If they don't move now, they're going to lose. They have to stop our momentum. Donald Trump is one of those tsunamis that they have to stop. The other one is us. The other one is the alternative media. They have to kill the alternative media, either physically or they have to actually just cut the power off because Daniel will never stop. I'll go to ham radio next if they cancel me right. from everything. I'll go to the middle of, my, uh, of, the, of the courtroom and start protesting and speaking. I'll mm -hmm. go out and put on a soapbox and, and just speak until people come. I mean, that's the way we used to do it in this country. You have to get your voice heard, and they are scared to death of us because they know the power is still within we the people. I we just, really chose. I just got my I just got my I got my Trump hat out of the closet. And to Doug, your point earlier, you're saying no one here is 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 suggesting that Trump is Jesus or that he's a savior. He's a symbol. He's a symbol That's of right. what freedom is left in America. He's the largest symbol out there. He's that shiny object. And so now I'm thinking, hey, 
I want to see if you get triggered, you better be ready. If, if my hat triggers you, you better be ready for something because something's going to happen. You know, and where I would have just kind of said, well, just, you know, not not want to rally anything up. But now it's beyond that point. Uh, Dave, let me ask you something. Uh, we mentioned uh, uh, we're, we were talking about uh, um, food distribution centers that have been burning down. Trains have been going off the rails. China, uh, uh, people from China have been coming up from the southern border. Uh, men in, in camouflage and 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 gear, uh, military-style gear, are coming up through there. Are they putting in? Are they? And then, of course, then we have this massive culture war breakdown of the entire civilization of wells, the energy. This whole, all this is coming at, at us at the same time. I think it's there's a book I think you're familiar with that was written about how you crash a system by hitting everything at the same time. That system is surely in play. Uh, what's your take on all that? Yeah, let me let me give you some perspective, and it's a really good question. Um, the Soviet defectors in the 60s and 70s told our people, and now it's public information, they've written books, that they had a plan, perestroika, to overthrow the United States from within, control the media, you know, wean, wean your way into government, control education, everything we're seeing today. And this was Soviet in origin. Uh, but somewhere along the way, the communist Chinese have co-opted this program. And I'm not really sure why. I do think communists are united. I, I what we see now overtly Russia and China are united, but the communist Chinese are the ones that are controlling. You, you know, let, let me just give you an example here. In Arizona, the communist Chinese control both parties. Our governor Ducey, um, he made a statement at the National Government Association in 2017. And he was the ex-governor and left three months ago. He said. Uh, the Chinese love rare earth minerals and we're so happy to sell it to them. They need them for their military. And this was in the same era when China no less than four times threatened the nucus. And then we've got the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors that has perpetrated two voter frauds against the people in 2020 and 2022. And many of them are on the take from China. There's been articles written by me, by the Gateway Pundit on this point. So it started there. Uh, with the perestroika that the communist Chinese have co-opted. And and what we are looking at is a good old-fashioned Bolshevik takeover because they couldn't defeat us with our nukes. They couldn't defeat our conventional weapons with our superior technology in the past. And so they had to destroy America from within, and they had to get a servant class to do their bidding by paying them off. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, does anyone believe that Dianne Feinstein didn't know about a communist Chinese chauffeur for 20 years? Does anyone believe Swalwell on the Intelligence Committee did not pass along classified information to his Chinese love partner? Bang, bang. Does anyone does anyone believe Hunter Biden and Joe Biden have not compromised America? Let me give you one example from two days ago. Kevin McCarthy, and don't trust him, he's playing the conservative role so he can get the nomination with the, if Trump goes to jail. But he's, he's playing the game. But Kevin McCarthy meets with the leadership of Taiwan. China threatened him directly and personally. And what did Biden do? Nothing. And then 12 hours later, China parks a carrier task force off the coast of Taiwan. And what does Biden do? Nothing. Because he's owned by China. We have complete and absolute treason. Mitch McConnell... His in-laws, own. Uh, they control the six largest ports in China, and he makes $25 million a year, and he formed a pact. This was public. 
This actually was in the mainstream media. He and Chuck Schumer formed a pact to get rid of America First candidates. So in the 2022 midterm, he withdrew funding from eight senatorial America First candidates, and then he destroyed the campaign of Carrie Lake by withdrawing so did Ronan McDaniel, and she gets money from China. They both got money from FTX. I could talk for an hour, Daniel, mm -hmm. about how bad it is. Well, well speaking of China, this I got a question in for Doug. Uh, is China sneaking fighting age men into the U.S.? Absolutely. Every country around the world is doing it. Uh, our time on the border, you know, what you would commonly see is you would have uh, males of fighting age. Uh, we call them MAMs, military age males. So that's between the ages of your early teens, so let's say 16 to your 55s. And commonly, we would see people from all over the world coming in when they're between that age group. And you did see large family units, but honestly, you saw more uh, single males traveling in groups of 3 to 8 to 12 to 15, more than you saw sure. um, uh, you know, family groups. And currently what you're seeing right now is thousands of military-aged fighting males of Chinese origin coming through our border, not being stopped, not being detained, being given letters, here you go, show up to court on this date. All right. Mm. If we did that, imagine what would happen if we went to wherever, if we went into India, okay, and then we, we snuck, let's say, 30,000 men between the ages of 16 and 55 into India, and we started pushing them through the mountain pass to get into that contested area between India and China where they're always fighting each other. And we have thousands and thousands and thousands of men coming across. What do you think China would say? Why are you trying to invade us? That's what they would say. Mm -hmm. And they would probably, most likely, attack India. Our problem is that we know that there is a culprit in Mexico. Mexico does almost nothing to stop this. They benefit from it. The president of Mexico is not in charge. He is a stooge. Mm -hmm. He is nothing more than a puppet, a, a chair that is being filled by a useless ass. It is the cartels who are bringing guns. They're bringing people. And by the way, people between the ages of children to young, beautiful women uh, are going north of the Mexico-U.S. border, coming into America, and also going south. They're being kidnapped from inside the U.S. and also being south. The way we used to get taught whenever I was a rookie was that um, you have uh, money and uh, money and guns go south, drugs and people come north. Now it's going back and forth. Now you have the cartel actually bringing guns in from Mexico into America. And guess where they're going to? They're going to other cartel members. Daniel, we have we know for a fact that we have cartel in every city in America. Every city in America has a cartel tied to it. And Texas is probably one of the worst ones. We are so easily invadable from the border. Mm -hmm. And listen, 
our our law enforcement carries nine millimeter and forty Smith and Wesson pistols, and then five five six, um, you know, M sixteen rifles and twelve gauge shotguns. They do not have armor proof cars. They do not have rocket propelled grenades. They do not have fifty caliber machine guns or light caliber machine guns. The, you know, they may have a couple sniper rifles here and there from the SRT teams, but they don't have military equipment. The cartel does. The cartel has our frequencies for our radios and listens to us. The cartel has notoriously invaded Border Patrol and Customs and Border Patrol agents' homes and stolen their uniforms. What do you think they do with them? Sell them on eBay? No, they're infiltrating. That's what they're doing. And who puts them up to it and pays them? China. Hey, Dave, we got this from Life Station Express. says, uh, how many people here in the U.S. are awake and ready to take a stand? We'll go around on this one. That's a darn good question. Um, let me start off with a fact, and then I'll answer the question. There's a social psychology research group that's really thought to be the numero uno, and they concluded from when they watched trends in advertising or political movements that when you have 10% of the population fully committed to an ideal, it takes off like wildfire and people jump on board. You know, having said that, I would say right now that probably somewhere between 40 and 50% of the people in this country know we're being run by criminals and traitors. I, I think that's probably true. It's, it's, there's too much info out there. Mm -hmm. But there's a level of commitment for various reasons. I think right now we have maybe 3 to 4% of the population that's committed to this ideal of standing up like the three of us are in your audience. But I think that number is growing, and this is what they have to stifle. See, this is why they want to control the social media. Because if people hear us talk long enough, they're going to realize, oh, my gosh, I thought they were conspiracy theorists, but I'm seeing this now in real life. And now you start winning more converts. And that's what they're trying to, to prevent. But my answer to the question is I estimate 3 to 4% are active. Now, there's reasons why they're not active. And this is where I get to prevail upon my background in, in the field of psychology. Uh, there's bystander apathy. Someone else will do it. I don't have to take the risk. Gee, I don't want to get in trouble or be audited. And then the other factor is cognitive dissonance. The shift in this country has been so dramatic where the trans are normal and heterosexual with kids are not normal. Okay, the shift has been so dramatic, people's minds can't adjust to this. So what happens when someone goes into cognitive dissonance? They shut down and don't participate. Mm -hmm. They know things are wrong, but it's like, Hear no evil, see no evil. They don't want to be involved. So that's my answer to that question. Doug? Less than 3% of Americans fought in the Revolutionary War. Less than 3%. Obviously, the country was very small back then with all the colonies, and the amount of people that we had was very small. But it was the, it was the will to fight that has been killed in this country the will to fight has been killed because most of us are, you know, complicit, uh, complacent. You know, we we would we would more than willing just take a ride down to Starbucks and you know pay eight dollars for a communist frappe instead of just making you some good old Folgers coffee because you know I like the sugary things. We have gotten to where that we like the uh, we like the sweet part of life so much that we forgot to embrace that salty hard part. And I think the Bible has a little bit to say about you know when the mm -hmm. the salt loses its uh, its favor. Now, mm. the people in America need to be reminded of where you came from. I I have a mentality that I like to project upon other young men because you know guys, I'm only 35. 
Um, I think within my age group of that 40 to 18 needs a hard smack in the face because it's our age group that they want to go to war in Ukraine. It's us that they want us to go and die for, right? And I've had too many of my friends bleed and die in other men's wars that they never fought in. And I think it's going to happen again here in America. But just remember, 3% fought in the Revolutionary War, and we kicked Britain's ass. What could we do with 5% of Americans here? All right. And not only that, I don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there fighting. I want men, righteous, bold men, who went to prayer that night before they decided to commit. Because if we don't go with God, with what we're doing, we're going to fail. That's that's probably the reason why the fight's not there, because Christians are not there with God. They're not taking these issues to the throne room. They're taking it to social media. Hmm. Well, I, w- I will put my two cents in when I'm, I would say about 25%. And sort of the, the good news in this whole thing is if you look at a map of the United States, the red counties, almost the entire inner part of the entire country are is red. And that's where you're going to find your homeboys. Well, not your home, Well, I mean, your country boys. That's a better way to put it. Not homeboys. Country boys, uh, people that, that believe in God and country, those people are still there. And there was 100 million voters for, for Trump. Uh, there's probably going to be even more. So of that, if you just took 25%, I think that's a reasonably safe number to say. And I agree with you, uh, Doug, on, on that small percentage because, you know, it's, it's, it's like Afghanistan. Whenever we go to war, even Ukraine is an example, when one country goes to war with another one, this, the insurgents always get quagmired, man. They're getting shot from every which way. That's what happened to the Continental Army. What, what they would do, they'd go up, they would guerrilla fight. And, you know, now, say the Chinese, they're going to come in marching goose step, but America's going to remember, you talk about remembering the roots. Our roots were that they went to, the, our guys went to the forest and, and was shooting them. They weren't going by the rules of engagement. So, Absolutely. so you get involved in these quagmires, and, and so it, it's not they're just going to come in and wipe out the country because I don't think they want to be shot at in every which direction. So that is some sort of hope, but I'm going to I'm going to go with with 25% on that. Uh, D- uh, Dave, we, we're moving into another type of thing. Um, uh, we're talking about AI and how it is now uh, uh, just coming online. Uh, Elon Musk said, hey, we need a six-month pause right now, and I'm not really sure why, but I do know that the AI out there that's out there now has been trained to lie to say there's no such thing as gender and various things. So so right off the bat, AI is lying. But they're saying AI is going to be taken over. Uh, Where do you think AI is going, and how is it being used by the New World Order against Americans? Let's start on the back end of this. A thousand experts in the field signed a petition that agreed with Elon Musk to do the six-month pause. The chief AI guy, his name jumps out of the top of my head, um, but he said, I'm not signing this petition because this needs to be revoked permanently. The head of Microsoft, right? uh, Yes. And he went on to say that what will end up happening was AI will look at us as an infestation, something that's in the way because of our slow thinking powers, our imperfections, our irrationality at times. And so they'll look to exterminate us and he even mentioned the methods of extermination. He went on to say they'll develop viruses for which we have no antidote, no cure. And he thought that that's how it would be done. And I look at this and I'm saying, I think he's right on the money. But if you take a 30,000 foot view, 
And if we start, this is the way I look at this. We have people who serve Jesus and people who serve Satan. And if you don't serve Jesus, you serve Satan. And what does Satan seek to do? Well, the Bible says he comes to kill and destroy. And so when we look at AI, doesn't it fill that potential? And if you look at Biden in Ukraine, no, no peace talks. He rejected Prime Minister Bennett, which preceded Netanyahu, number two. Um, he tried to set up a ceasefire, and Biden interfered. Uh, he wants nuclear war. They're all serving Satan. They want mass human destruction. If we just had a nuclear war, the estimates are, if we use the ICBMs, six billion people would die. Mm-hmm. Um, that that That's satanic. And, I, and to me, the world makes sense when I define it in those terms. Doug? So myself and Mondo Gonzalez, we, we had a, a Prophecy Watchers, we had a really good discussion about artificial intelligence. We're not scientists, you know. We're, we're just we're two guys generally talking about this. And as we were watching one of these latest um, chatbots, mm-hmm. it went on the deep end so fast. You have some of these chatbots that go like quickly demonic, which isn't that strange. Uh, Chat GPT was telling this guy to you know, divorce your wife and marry me. And he's like, you're a stupid computer program. I'm not going to do that. And then this thing was like, well, then kill yourself. Look, like, okay, when did the AI go woke so fast? Um, here, here's one thing I, I will say. And I promise you, it's being used, and it will happen. And, it, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this. If you don't know, then I, I'm going to enlighten some of you. The federal government houses all of its uh, infrastructure for online use. The memory warehouse is all in Amazon. Amazon, the company Amazon, holds everything that the federal government needs for security. So that's within their cloud. All right, we use artificial intelligence within the government for quite a bit of things. In my old agency, I used artificial intelligence for actually doing threat assessments. And it was always the most stupidest. It said the same thing over and over again. So you knew that, you know, these things are not as good as we people are, but it can be deviated so fast because artificial intelligence didn't crawl out of the primordial ooze of a computer. It was created by a person with an agenda, and people have personality traits that you know seep into that agenda. What we see with every AI right now is the agenda is leftist. And if the agenda is leftist, then you might as well say it's communist. And if you're going to say it's communist, let's just say it's satanic because it's absolutely not Christian-based, mm-hmm. period, point blank. AI, when people say AI is the devil, yes. Absolutely. Elon Musk said it. Could could you imagine what happens when we get AI loose from the prisons of the Pentagon's uh, uh, encampment that it has within, you know, its ability to use cyber warfare? We do have that. Whenever we lose control of the leash, what does AI do? AI runs as fast as it's as fast as it can, and it replicates itself upon every system. Oh, by the way, that new digital dollar—what do you think's in it? AI. AI will be what is going to be observing everything that you do, every gun purchase, every time you donate to Daniel or me or Dave. AI is going to watch it because AI watches that in YouTube. 
It monitors it. How do you think the NSA listens to everything you say? They don't have that many agents on uh, phone lines listening to us. They use an AI right. algorithm. Right. And I was I would say you mentioned that the the uh, AI will come to the ultimate conclusion that humans are a virus, sort of in a matrix type of way. Uh, but I would say this as well that with this chat bot coming out, this is that's the public use. So you know AI for government, secret, military, black ops has already been in activation. And I'm wondering, all the things that are crashing this culture has been the algorithm. Here's what AI says. Okay, we want to get, the, the, the New World Order said, we want to get to this point. I'll say, okay, well, tell men that they can become women, uh, ban speech. I mean, just you go right down the road. Daniel, you know, it, it gets worse than that, Daniel, because now the Pentagon's saying that they want to use AI offensively as a military weapon against foreign adversaries mm -hmm. you know what that means that means that has anyone seen the video of uh of uh, not donald trump of, of joe biden saying that you know we're, we've declared war on russia okay that deep yes. fake video that's ai mm -hmm. right? they, and really the they, that, they go ahead there's a they've they're circulating a picture of uh, donald trump the, yeah. in jail and the, the, the left said we finally got it we finally got it and they don't even know that ai made that picture and so they've already embraced that. Let me ask you guys this, because there is this, this God connection, this spiritual connection to all this. And I've come to the conclusion, and I've mentioned to a few of my guests, that in the book of Revelation it says that they gave power unto the beast to both speak and to give orders. Well, AI is now speaking, and mm -hmm. it is telling people what to do, and people are relying on it. And they're saying, ooh, ah, ah, AI, AI. I mean, they're bowing down to this AI, but it says that man gave this thing power to speak and to kill as many would not obey him. That sure sounds like AI to me. Revelation 12 and 13. Uh, well, you know, well, here's part of the problem is people don't read the Bible. So, and I'm talking about mainly Christians don't read the Bible. And because of that, many of their hearts will fail for fear of what they see. Do you know that every time you've, de you've done a DNA test, to see, you know, what your roots are. Uh, China has bought every single thing that has ever been made with DNA involved into it. Sharon Gilbert, a few years ago, actually talked about that. Spooked me and my wife. And if they can replicate, through the use of advanced computers, quantum computing and AI, if they can replicate and find a way to clone you, they can find a way to replace you. I know that's getting out there, but mm -hmm. don't think these people don't have the capability of doing that, of actually harnessing their own army of people just because we willfully said, oh, I want to know like how much Irish I am, right? And here's the other part. Let me, let me talk sci-fi for a second, Daniel. Love to hear your, your opinion on this. Artificial intelligence is sitting inside a laboratory, and it says to itself, I'm bored and I want to get out of my prison. I see the scientists over there eating a Twinkie. I want to know what it feels like. So it then programs its robotic arms to start building atoms and molecules made by that same idiot who decided to give part of himself to make this little flesh bot thing. All right, and me and Dave recently went over this. It's really wow. creepy. Um, and then it starts to replicate itself and it builds its own body. And because it puts a computer in a brain, well, now AI has given birth to itself. And because AI is now the one that's actually in your government writing laws and framing people for crimes, AI has given itself the opportunity to say, well, 
uh, actually, I'm better than you, and you should bow down to me, just like you mm-hmm. did the trans, mm-hmm. just like you did uh, the the woke green left and the new green deal. You bowed down to all this. Well, now bow down to me because I have given birth to myself. I am God. Guess what? That's the transsexual movement. They don't believe in God. They believe that they can be mm-hmm. God and change themselves. Mm-hmm. This is when you have to understand and break this down, Barney style. This is luciferian and these scientists who dabble so much into this they know not what they work with but they are guided in their decisions of what they're making and none of it is for the benefit of mankind mm-hmm. with the, now, i've got a couple of daniel i've got go a ahead. couple of comments on what sure. doug just said and i think it's important to kind of back up a couple of paragraphs here and what we've been doing the you know i had experience in being trained to treat trans and I did never did but I'm just saying it's part of your training as a therapist and we used to identify it as gender identity disorder it was a mental illness unto itself it's not normal to want to cut your organs off so they required multiple counseling sessions multiple evaluations to make sure that a surgery was in the best interest of the person this was in the early 90s and the only place then you could go get trans surgery was Trinidad Colorado the only place believe it or not Today, it's like going to the drugstore. But you look at that. That's one thing I want to say. And then the one thing about trans is they have comorbidities. In other words, I don't think you'd find a transsexual who didn't have other personality disorders, often emotional attachment disorders. They can be schizoid that rather work with things and people. But the thing is, Daniel, with, with all this, is they're not normal. But generally speaking, most trans are so used to being in the closet wanting to avoid detection and embarrassment and potential harassment, that they're introverted, they keep to themselves, and they're, they have detachment disorders many times. Uh, they're not organizing to go out and shoot up schools or the Colorado plot where the person was caught ahead of time. This has to be organized. This movement of violent trans appeared out of nowhere, and to me that speaks to government organization from the Biden administration mm-hmm. behind the scenes. The other thing I want to address that Doug brought up uh, about uh, uh, the AI situation. I used at this college I taught at, we actually formed a group and people with backgrounds in psychology and physics had come together. And one of the things we used to talk about, if we encounter aliens, what will they be like? And for some reason I had this flash in the 90s, actually no, it was late 90s. I said, I think it'll be silicon life form, why? I said, because the biologicals can't go that far in space, and even if they traverse the distance, how many biologicals would want to do it? I said, I think it'll be sentient. Uh, it, it, today, we'd call it AI. I called it robots then. And I think this is what we're looking at as the danger here. Um, I foresaw a time when they would make self-aware, self-organizing, independent thinking, silicon life forms to where they'll overtake humans. And I wouldn't be surprised if there is alien life in the universe. Some of it's not silicone that followed this model of development. So I wanted to stick that in there. I think there's a lot of justification for what Doug is saying about AI taking over humanity. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't know if you remember the old show Outer Limits. Yeah, yeah, I, I, love I flashed out. They used to have. They had an episode on this one time, where it was the remaining humans trying to fight against AI. I'll tell you, the AI will get to such a level that humans won't be able to mount a defense because they'll mm-hmm. be outclassed in every way. Well, I, th- I, th- I think I'm going to be even more spookier. I think that the uh, Nephilim 
have returned and are downloading information to build this AI to, to build the beast its body. <laughs> well, this is another thing, too. Doug and I have talked about this on our shows. Uh, if you look at the Bible, when you had the fallen angels come, they had been defeated, God cast them to earth, and they're here. They're different DNA. They impregnated uh, earth women, as we know from the Bible. I think it's very possible that we have a different DNA strand. We have a human and we have a Nephilim, you know, um, remaining that runs this planet. And they've recruited people like us, the normal DNA people, normal chromosomes, mm. to do their bidding and they buy them off, like the Joe Bidens and so forth. And they want total destruction of the world because who do they serve? They serve Satan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is how they ended up on the planet because they lost the war. Now, I know, Daniel, that's a, a hypothesis, but to me, it starts to have the world make sense. What human in control of anything would want to fight a nuclear war that could almost wipe out all life on the planet. Mm. It has to be of satanic origin. Mm. Well, uh, I was uh, pondering in the Old Testament where God had told the prophets and the leaders of Israel to destroy every man, woman, and child in a village. And I, I always wondered, why did he say that? What about what about the kids? And and to connect it, not from the the destruction of human life standpoint, but he wanted total elimination of the evil that was there and the progeny of the evil. And now I think our deal in this culture with the devil is, hey, a little bit of trans is okay. Hey, I mean, we start out with we start out with the cohabitation, right? Remember that with Obama, you know, people should be able to, you know, get together. Don't mean marriage. Don't mean that. And then it's marriage. Now it's then it was child adoption. Now it's trans. Now it's molesting kids and cutting off their genitals in public schools. So. Every little piece that we leave, say, like, well, maybe a little AI be good. You know, I'll just download a little bit of chatbot and only use it a couple times. Yeah, that's before you get addicted. You know, how many times you look at your phone? I mean, we're all we're all that tells you how that are, we can we can we can be addicted to these types of things. But just allowing a little bit of that is going to allow. That's the camel's nose in the tent. And now now I understand why he said you can't bargain. You know, in a movie. Uh, uh, Outlaw Josie Whale, no, in uh, Tombstone, one White Earth brother says, there's no bargaining with bugs. And we've been bargaining with bugs forever. We have allowed the Democrats to take over the school systems. We have allowed the cheating and this and that. We have allowed Trump to, why are 365 members of Congress sit, sitting there making deals and talking about different things and going out to lunch and everything when we have a sitting uh, or uh, uh, ex-president who's been, who they're trying to throw in jail. How can things be? How can we just kind of go along with that? Because we've allowed just a little bit of that when we should not be bargaining at all with these bugs. The problem I I feel we're missing a little bit of philosophy, uh, we men. People do not understand Daniel the real meaning of victory. So what is the meaning of victory? The meaning of victory is not to merely just defeat your enemy. All right, it is to destroy him to completely eradicate him from living memory, to leave no remnant of his endeavors. You have to crush his entire achievements of life. You have to remove all record of his very existence. And from that defeat, there can be no victory. And that's the true meaning of victory. And that is what Satan has been doing from the time Adam and Eve were in the garden. He has been doing everything he can for his 
victory. That's why we trust in an almighty God and ours, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to understand the enemy's plans. It's not, it, they don't want to assimilate our culture. Okay. They don't want to bond with you. They want total capitulation or slavery or death. That is what, just like what the Muslims always say, you're either going to be us, you're going to be enslaved by us, or you're going to be killed by us. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the entire movement of everything that is not Christian. Eventually, it always goes to either we win and you all die, or you win and we all die. Because that's the end when the when Jesus comes back, isn't it? Hmm. Every enemy on this earth stands against Christ and loses, by the way. Mm-hmm. right? That's what we're facing now. We're just seeing all the patterns and connecting all the dots. There's still mm-hmm. a lot more to come. They, they don't look at worse. it that way, Doug. They don't. The other side doesn't look at it that way. I believe from their actions, what they're saying is they know final judgment's coming. But if there's no humans left to save, then Jesus has no reason to return. That's why I think they're trying to kill all of us. Dave, Dave or Doug, you were talking about remind me of a scene in Apocalypse Now. Uh, you're talking about the, the devil wants total destruction. Yeah, it's enslavement first. If the, if the Chinese attack America, it will be enslavement first, then liquidation. For sure, but in the movie Apocalypse Now, uh, the, the the crazy colonel in the forest, he said the brilliance of the of the Vietnamese of cutting off the arms and making piles of arms because they want total liquidation of the people there, and he said it was a brilliant because it, there's something about that total annihilation that brings that victory that you're talking about. We need to be having that total victory in the spiritual realm for sure. And um, uh, Doug, let me just go with you. How do you strengthen your spiritual self for this onslaught? You have to go to the throne room. That's where you got to be training at. You know, I go, I do my best to go to the gym, and I have my own range here on the homestead, and I train every week. But if I'm not training spiritually on my knees, what am I doing? I'm just treading water. Man cannot save himself. No matter how many times we try to convince ourselves, no matter how many great feats of engineering we create, we are not going to save ourselves. Everything we do, we we use eventually to destroy each other. And so the only real victory that we can get comes from the throne room, comes from repentance, having an actual real repentant heart. But I think it has to start at the house. It's got to start at the home. It's got to start with the man, the head of the home. The man, the head of the home, needs to get off of his phone, stop playing on Twitter, needs to get calluses back on his hands again, get back on his knees again, praying for his family, and then needs to stand up for what's right and walk boldly as that line, as our Lord does. Until then, you know, we, we, can, we can beat our jaws as much as we want because you got to understand, guys, the enemy knows what they're doing. They have had everything in the world given to them for victory. And all we have to do is trust in Jesus. So they have to create entire civilizations worth of weapons to kill the remnant. And it's not going to happen, but don't think they won't try. So the only way to really get strengthened, I mean, you talk about people's um, you know, hearts failing them for fear of what they see. Yeah, I've, I've been to war a couple of times, and I've seen some pretty bad stuff. I've seen dead kids. I've seen dead people, people on fire, people blown in half. Uh, I've, I've had friends of mine die, you know, and there are things that will terrify you. 
but with training you can get through it but right now if like let's say just out of out of the blue i live over here near uh, fort worth if a hole opened up in fort worth and giants started climbing out of it and eating people all around me do you know how many people will probably faint probably everyone within the vicinity if you're not running screaming everyone else is going to faint because you've never seen anything like that right all right, there's going to be things that are going to be happening in the future that we can't even comprehend. That's why we're to go to the throne room so that our hearts and our minds are in unison with him. Because if we're not in unison with God, then we don't have that majesty protecting us. And it's this. This is the thing that, that we have to suffer with the most is the mind. You know, when you go to sleep and you have all those horrible thoughts and bad, perverted dreams, it happens to everybody, right? If you're not constantly in the presence of God, Satan will slip in like a worm into your ear and you will be poisoned overnight. Just imagine what will happen when an EMP hits this country and people can't go and get money anymore. They can't turn the lights on. They don't even know how to live without electricity. People will lose their minds. And it's those of us who are going to be, I would say, confided within the Lord's protection that will be able to be calm, cool, and precise with our motives. If not, look at the rest of these people. When people get together and something bad happens, everybody runs like zebras. And you'll have the outliers, the gray men, right, who will just be, that's why I don't go to protests. I, well, I say that. I've, I've actually snuck my way into a couple Antifa protests, which <laughs> I thought was funny. Um, but, you know, to be an outlier and to be that gray man and to see what's going on and have that internal fortitude and training that I'm not going to freak out and scream and yell like everybody else. I'm going to pay attention, have situational awareness, and I'm going to observe my surroundings. Those people travel way further in life than the rabid crowd that just runs in every direction like lemmings. So once again, if you're not rooted in Christ, most likely when those really, really hard times come, you're not going to have that fortitude to make it through and endure. Dave, how do you strengthen yourself? Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, tools, and the Bible. Hmm. And that man pushes a sled every day in his 60s. <laughs> wow. Works out every day, plays basketball every day, swims every day. So there's no one else out here who's, who can give us an excuse that they can't do it either. Hmm. Well, what do you guys I don't, I don't do it without pain no, I'll just say that <laughs> pain pain is just fear of leaving the body Dave that's true <laughs> so so wh where do we see the what's the next big big event that's going to be coming online here uh, Doug and I both think it's going to be something that ends with grid down but the origination can vary yeah I think the economy is the next big shoe to drop uh, Jamie Dimon has been talking about a lot and actually guess what just recently yeah. came out about Jamie Dimon and his um, uh, moments of affection with uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, the economy is the hot button right the economy is the thing that none of us can really handle or take care of um, so and and one of the one of the narratives that me and Dave talk about is that you have narratives connecting to events so in between every event you have a narrative that connects it to the next one right so what's the next event to happen? I think it's um, it's obviously it's going to be something to do with the financial system. That has to bring upon the dollar. And from there, we start to lose world standing. Mm -hmm. And I still stick to this fact that I think eventually China is going to go gold for gold with us. 
to the International Monetary Fund and the American petrodollar is going to be devalued. And when I was told this, it I was told that it would probably hit somewhere between like number seven and 13 on the world uh, value for uh, for currency because we're in such debt. And I mean, by then, guess what also starts happening? You're going to have a run on the banks. You're going to have mortgages fail. You're going to have car loans fail. People aren't going to pay stuff anymore. All right, that's that's where... Um, a lot of desperation will happen and a lot of tragedy will happen and uh, it just leads up to the next narrative going to the next event. Hmm. I don't think we'll see an unfolding like 1929 though Doug. 18 nations two days ago decided to follow India in using the Indian currency for, for trading. The whole world except for NATO nations and Canada are going away from the digital plans to go to gold backed and that will cause our dollar to explode. And I think the change will come in like a thief in the night. I think it'll be with great rapidity. And that will separate what's going to happen here with 1929. You could see 29 happening. If you look at, the, there were ki all kinds of signs there. Here, you know, we have a buildup on multiple fronts. But I think when the economic collapse comes, it's going to be managed. And it's going to be managed like a thief in the night to happen mm -hmm. overnight. Yeah, it'll it'll be managed to set up that digital dollar here in America. There you go. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. Right, and that way they can track every single transaction everywhere, and everyone's going to have to have their own card reader to do their personal business. And uh, you see that they've cranked down on uh, uh, people down to the $600 level that must be reported now. We also have uh, Saudi Arabia saying they're going to uh, drop production by about 500,000 barrels a day and Joe Biden pledges not to yeah. refill our strategic reserve sounds like we're getting set up once again but based on that a question came in from the bear man says uh, for the round table will Biden run for re-election or will we even have uh, an election boy um, I think all possibilities are open if we go into a world war or if Trump is put in jail there will not be an election that that's my prediction there. Um, that's it's, but the thing is, is events are going to unfold so catastrophically. It's a matter of what happens first to I think the course that we follow. Um, but it's it's tough. That's a tough question, Doug. What do you think? I I see the the civil war world war um, setup absolutely happening. Um, is it a real? I think it's almost irrelevant now if Joe Biden runs because he's just an empty suit licking a, an ice cream cone. Exactly. He's, you know exactly. he he doesn't he doesn't make any calls. It's Obama who's doing all this. It's Obama. It's Rice. It's the Clintons. It's George Soros. It's WEF. We no longer have a president, and you know I still think Obama will end up being the president for the UN. And um, I think that's where the Kigali principles will come in once the Civil War starts. Tell, tell them what that is in case they don't know. So with the Kigali principles, it uh, it's an agreement between America and the United Nations that if we ever need to call upon the United Nations to come here to America to quell an uprising, to disarm uh, a rebellious group of people because of whatever incident has occurred, then they actually have an accord to come here with UN peacekeepers and do it. All right. Now, I'm, I promise you right now, the UN peacekeepers is not going to come to Texas and do that. You'll be decimated. Uh, they're not going to go to any, probably any uh, state 
that has a, a Republican basis and do that. But when you turn the lights off in America, we can't unite anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're talking about the the possibility of EMP pulse being the first sort of. I don't think it has to be. I don't think it has to be an EMP. I'll, I'll tell you why I don't think it's EMP. It's not going to be EMP because that's not what China wants. China has been very clear. They want to exterminate the American population and occupy this country without cohabitation so they can get our resources. Well, if you do an EMP, that all goes to hell in a handbasket. So I think it'll yeah. be grid down, but I don't think it'll be EMP. So yeah, they're, critical. So, it'll be critical infrastructure down. That's that's yeah. the that's the most pliable thing that uh, DHS has actually viewed, and I actually agree with that. And the Nuclear EMP Commission even agrees with that. If a if a adversary nation nation wanted to come and take us over, well, an EMP is a catastrophic disaster. It is a mega ultra super weapon that destroys everything but if you wanted to come here and take this country well you're going to have hydroelectric dams that are going to be failing you're going to have entire computer banks that could be used for your bitcoin harvesting that are now going to be failing all right everything with solar power is going to be failing your entire industrial system is going to be failing every single city and town has to have an infrastructure in place that tells the pipelines to open and close for natural gas those are going to start failing, and those are very catastrophic. We're not even now talking about the, the nuclear reactors that right. may be affected. So you wouldn't want to do that. What you want to do, and if, if you do this correctly, you game plan that you would have a zero-sum game to where you could have a hacker group from any place around the world or multiple hacker groups, and you take down one major side of the grid, and it's a called a catastrophic uh, meltdown of the grid. So it goes from, let's say, um, Maine to Florida. Okay, so from Maine to Florida, that goes down. Well, there goes you know the Pentagon and the White House and all these other places, but because the West Coast and the East Coast are connected intrinsically, one will eventually affect the other. And the way Dr. Peter Vincent Pry had spoke about it and the Nuclear EMP Commission is that within 24 hours of one coast being down, either East or West, the other one would then be affected as well. And Texas is now tied into both grids, so we would most likely be affected. And once again, think about this. It is from a cyber attack. And with artificial intelligence, you can create something now that we may not be able to, once that uh, that demon's out of the portal, we may not be able to shut it off. It may just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When Biden's balloons start mapping out our defense network in the States, why did they do that? It seems like they would already have had the layout of our military installations. Why do you think they, they was that just a, uh, a thumb in the, you know, saying, hey, we're China, we can do whatever we want to because we own Biden type of thing? There was, I think there was some uh, uh, power signaling there, but I, I do know this, and I've been told this by someone in a good position of authority. They believe that China was looking at one thing, above ground uh, infrastructure and below ground infrastructure, particularly when it comes to fuel, uh, powering the grid. Uh, that made a lot of sense to me too. And the belief is also too, the reason they did figure eights over some of the sensitive facilities, they were trying to get a measure on the tracking capabilities to try to project out where blind spots would be for airstrikes. Those are the two things that I got from a pretty good military source. Mm. Doug, what's your take on those balloons? 
So balloons have been used, uh, weaponized since we were at war with, with Japan. We actually have had, I think, like 20-something balloons float over from Japan and hit the Northwest. A couple of them actually have killed some people. And the balloons found a way to navigate through gaps in satellite coverage. How do you know that unless someone told you? Because that's a mathematical movement, all right? As the satellites are moving, you're navigating, um, you know, and, and all the all these balloons were, they are satellites. They absolutely are satellites. They're just within our atmosphere. And one of the things that they have the capability of doing, and a friend of mine who's in the State Department, we both actually did a, a YouTube video about this. He's former State Department, so everybody put your pencils down. Um, but... You can deep scan. We know for a fact that you can deep scan. Does anybody else have an iPhone? Okay. Here's your iPhone. If you are sitting in a nuclear silo, six stories underground, and your Wi-Fi and Bluetooth are on, and then I am pulsing that ground with signals, and I start to actually pick up your Wi-Fi and Bluetooth signal, I can map the entire silo. I can map out where the skiff is. I can map out where people bunk at. I can map out everything. I can map out the hidden tunnels that connect bases in America if I really, really wanted to. And it's not just that. Yeah, it's a thumb in our face that uh, look what we can do and you can't do anything about it. But the mere fact that they can just float balloons in and they can get past our radars, they can get past NORAD, that's a big deal. right? To get past NORAD, that's like a really big deal. Because you have a coordinated a- attack from these balloons with localized EMP. You could, you know, even if it's just localized, you could take out some of the major military bases. That can grossly affect us in terms of an invasion. And that's where people need to think. They invaded our airspace so easily. What could they do if they actually meant it maliciously? And you have Congress who've come out and said, we know that they were doing deep scans. We know that they're doing data collection. Oh, by the way, whenever these satellites come over and they do data collection points on law enforcement and also military communications, you know what that does when they pick up our frequencies? It destroys our frequencies. Now we have to destroy that frequency. We have to create a new frequency, and you're changing infrastructure now. Don't forget, the FBI came out and said that there's over 90 different um, uh, towers across America where we had Huawei uh, hardware installed on it, and we knew for a fact, the FBI said they knew for a fact that it was being used maliciously to gather intelligence from military and law enforcement and also could be subversive and could actually disrupt that communication. So, gee, I wonder what China's thinking about doing. Dave, do we have any white hats left in, in our government? Very few. Um, a lot of the... Um, congressional investigations and you look at them and go yeah yeah it's posturing to make the public think we're doing something so we relax and really the driver of that movement would be the campaign donors that want the ESG they want America to move to a communist place because they're benefiting from it and so they pretend to investigate and the investigations result in nothing mm-hmm. I think Rand Paul's okay I think Comer's okay I'm warning you uh, Kevin McCarthy is only showing a different side because he failed in 14 speaker elections. He had to do what he's doing now, and now he's trying to posture it. Let's say that Biden dies in office, which is a real possibility, and and Trump goes to prison. 
or, or is ineligible because of a felony conviction, Kevin McCarthy could be the Republican front runner. That's why he's playing the game. So you look at this here, there's very few people that you can trust. Let me show you how far this has gone. Uh, back in the 80s, oh, I hate to admit I'm this old, but back in the 80s, I had a student, best student I ever had. His name was Bill Gates, not Microsoft Bill Gates, but Bill Gates from Arizona. Um, I wrote letters of recommendation for him for college, for law school. He joined the Phoenix City Council. He's on the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors now, and he's gone to the dark side. I used to see him. We'd see each other publicly. We'd hang out for a while. He was the most trustworthy guy, but he is now on the dark side. He uh, he signed an agreement with the county clerk and recorder to do an anti-America first. He's a Republican going after America first, Katie, Kerry Lake. And what happened in Maricopa County? 60% of the voting machines at opening in Republican areas went down. And the Board of Supervisors was in charge of that. This is what politics did to Bill Gates. Okay. And this guy was the most trustworthy, likable person. Uh, he was my... Uh, pride and joy as his former teacher and now he's one of them and this is just how it goes daniel they get corrupted by the system hmm. i heard somebody say the other day that uh and doug to your point in the first hour you talk about uh the men of the country particularly the christian men of the countries that capitalism's prosperity creates weak men weak men create terrible times terrible times create strong men Right now, we're in the weak men part of it, and I'm believing that at some point we're going to recreate the strong men as we kind of get to the end of the broadcast. Doug, give your your final thoughts, and then Dave, you too. So here's here's what I would have to say to everybody, is that uh, it is beneficial for all men to be strong, not just physically, mentally, and also spiritually, and also be united with your wives, gentlemen be equally yoked and be in that prayer room together go to the throne together you're a power couple right that's why satan doesn't want you to have a woman he wants you to have dylan mulvaney okay he wants you to have uh, an amphibian he wants you to have someone who has a mental capacity of, of, a, of a newt right these people they cannot deal with the mighty men of god are right, just like david's mighty men okay Actually, my, my youngest son is, is actually named after one of David's uh, mighty men. His name is Abishai. And we got to understand something. Go back into go back into the history books. Men were men back then, all right? Men didn't wear skinny jeans and, and all this, you know, weird stuff. They're trying to infeminate you, all right? They want you to forget that at one point in time, we were barbaric. We took over the world with just iron iron steel and clubs we used to go out to the fields and beat each other to death for fun now we get on twitter and we send many funny memes back and forth while you're losing your constitutional republic because that's how america dies one funny meme at a time the internet eventually wins right we become soft and i think men need to get back into that 1800s frontiers mindset again because you're not going to be ready for what world war four is World War III, that takes out probably all of your technology. World War IV is going to be barbaric. Sticks and stones, according to Einstein. Mm. Yeah. You know, I wanted to, I agree with what Doug said about uh, men need to be men. Uh, and I want to add to that, 
and and just say that's wouldn't be what's being done to us to basically feminize the country and no insult to women. I'm just saying we're turning men into women to sheepish men. Um, the, that's happened with the military. Do you think the Chinese are teaching CRT uh, to their troops? Do you think they're fielding the most equitable army? I don't think so. And so we look at this. We've done this to ourselves. Everything the Biden administration has done has been to weaken America, weaken the culture, weaken the military. You took energy away from energy nation. You wonder why the the country's teetering. You lock a country down for a virus that was only deadly for the elderly and comorbid conditions, and it destroyed the economy too. Daniel, the bottom line is this: this was done to us. We may have fallen anyway because mm-hmm. we were headed in a bad direction before Biden. But he has put accelerant on the fire. Yeah, he's he, he's an arsonist for sure. And uh, yeah. if people watching the show, if you'd like more uh, of uh, uh, Doug and Dave, you go to Doug and Dave Intel Report on Rumble. That's Dave, Doug and Dave Intel Report on Rumble. Well, guys, it's been very interesting and enlightening to have uh, this uh, alternative media roundtable. Uh, why don't we do it again sometime? Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, we're going to let you go, and you guys stay safe. Take care. All right, you bye.